0: we'll be going into the surah number 77
1: and uh, if we could we could start with uh, aisha with the Fatiha. <laughs> Can I put away? Can a stain? A hidden of Syrota must have him. Syrota Lavina and Okay, thank you. uh All right,
0: now we have Omer on. Let's see if I can get him. Uh, just a sec. Yeah, I'm trying to get Omer on, but it's, uh, he's not, there we go. Okay, good. Uh, today we're looking at uh, how everything is, what, whatever happens before it comes to the present moment. <laughs> so we're looking, just like now, all of the preparations that took place for this one moment to be. So that's not only all of the, your lives that have taken place to bring you to this moment, it's also the digital and the clouds and the whatever else in this uh, Zoom world, uh, which comes behind the scenes to make something happen. So that is the place that Ibn Arabi is taking us today. And the, uh, the words for it are the winds sent forth. And this one in the commentaries, it can be angels, messengers, and winds. So this is what we're looking at the winds sent forth what what winds what the winds bring to us in the present moment. So we'll be looking at that now some of it uh, I'll read because it's not something that you listen to as a philosophical argument, but it's more like a story that's being told. So this is a chapter uh, that when ibn wrote. That I can't divide into arguments or thesis sentences. It really does just stream through. so like the wind set forth, this will be a stream sent through kind of thing. So these are the first few uh, verses uh, from the Quran here. and if Omar, if you could handle that,.
2: فَالْعَاصِفَاتُ عَصفًا وَالنَّاشِرَاتُ Nashra فَالْفَارِقَاتُ فُرْقًا فَالْمُلْقِيَاتُ ذكرة عُذْرًا أَوْ نذرة إِنَّمَا تُوعَدُونَ لَوَاقِعٌ صدق الله العظيم BY THE WINDS SENT ONE AFTER ANOTHER LIKE A MAIN BLOWING SWIFTLY went carried away, dispersed and blown about far and wide by those who winnow with a winnowing. Then cast afar a remembrance, whether of clearing or altering what you are promised will come to pass.
0: Thank you. And here's the poem that uh, begins his chapter.
3: I tried to catch a whiff of the upgrades from the gentle breeze Nasima. When the wind picked up and passed across the gardens at daybreak. Then the wind diffused. Is there in the universe of soul breaths, someone who is like us? And is there seed love in these soul breaths, like my love? The true tongue says, indeed, Your journey along the exemplary path is an indication that fully completes me. So I bring out, based on all of you, a secret of my effusive abundance and my retribution. And I conceal inside all of you a secret of my knowledge and my wisdom. Whoever has an eye will see what I'm displaying brilliantly in the open. And whoever is blind, he so from the origin of my incalculable time. All are in a station. This based on the entity of the effusive abundance of who and all are in existence This based on the root of the configuration of me. Okay.
0: Thank you. Okay. So then after the poem, Ibn Arabi begins his his journey through these in this place that he's taking us. He says, learn, my dear friend, that God made from the sky to the earth ladders, so ladders, climbing ladders, to the count of the created beings. So that means each one, each of us, each one of us has a ladder. And there is no place in the skies to step upon, except it is inhabited by an angel who is celebrating the praises of God and remembering who? using whatever has been defined for him as his dhikr, the remembrance. And learn that God has in the earth angels of this kind also, never rising to the sky ever. So there are angels in the earth that never rise to the sky. And an angelic family in the skies who never descend to the earth ever. So they're in the skies always and they never come down to us. Each has learned his salat and his celebration of God. And then he describes the continues with these ladders a few paragraphs later. There's a divine command. So we're looking at the divine command throughout this chapter. This divine command descends through the soul based rays in a soul based image, she having an outward and an inward and an unseen and a seen. Then she meets the passion based, throne based rays, and the command receives from them. So these are as they're coming down they're receiving from different places she takes on the dyed coloring in the throne of an image based on the throne so that's where arrahman settles so this is a merciful dying and the divine command descends along the ladders to the footstool upon the hands of the angels and he is a single entity undivided in the world of creation and divisible and divided in the world of command so this is, you know, I think, instead of trying to remember all the details, just hear the, the process, the journey that's taking place. And this is all happening in order to bring everything to this present moment and then to the next present moment. And when Ibn Arabi is illustrating this later on, uh, you see all these circles. This is telling a little bit about how many layers are uh, happening before something moves from there to here and this these ladders then are the ascending ladders are a, a mirage and the definition just the straight dictionary definition is it is a ladder or series of steps a thing resembling a daraja that is a ladder upon which the souls ascend when they're taken from their bodies so when we die the souls will ascend on these ladders it is said that there's nothing more beautiful than it so that when the soul sees it she cannot refrain from making her exit from the body. So when we die, our soul will see these ladders, and they are so beautiful that they, she cannot refrain from stepping onto these ladders and exiting the body. Hence Layla al-Miraj, the night of the ladder, in which Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is related to have ascended from Jerusalem to heaven after having been conveyed to the former from Mecca upon the beast named Al-Buraq. So that's just the that's just the word miraj itself. So now we have to look uh, a little bit more about how Ibn Arabi is describing this, and so I'm going to throw some math around, and let's see if that helps, or and some graphs. Uh, but for those uh, of us who are very visual, that we've just been seeing the imagery of the horse and of the mane in this in this surah of the Qur'an. So why, look at this mane. So the mane has a, has a length, has a traveling direction. So you can say the, the mane from the, this hox or whatever this word is all the way up to the front. So that's the mane's direction. But the mane is also coming around this way. And so you're getting the hint that this is the shish kebab of life, that this, this mane is, can, circles all of them layered one upon the other. So the main has a direction, but it also has a horizontal direction. And so this strand of the main never touches the next one. So keep that uh, imagery in, in your mind. Then the ladder is erected from the first guy to the second sky. So the divine command descends with it, and he is the image of the first sky. So he is died with an image of the ladder he descended with. And with him are the angels put in charge of him from the first sky, and with them are the spirits of the zodiac and the stable celestial bodies. So you're seeing this command is being layered upon and layered upon as it descends. And when he connects to the second sky, her angels meet him and the departed spirits who are in her. So the people who have died, some of them will be here and the angels will be there. And this whole uh, entourage will be descending. And the angels of inward determination are the angels that are created when we say uh, remembrance, like astaghfirullah, when we say that, an angel is created. So those angels that we have just created are up there in that sky, and they will form this entourage as they come down. He bestows on them what is in his hands for them. He descends to the third sky and it is flush against the image of the second. So now we have the imagery of the sky and a second sky, and all of them are flush against each other. So just like the main, they have strands that are going this way, they also have a direction. So he is dyed by the image of the ladder which he descends along, and the state is the state which is like what we cited, until he ends at the seventh sky. So all of this is happening in seven skies. So if you see in the middle there, there's this, the red circle, which will be our world, what we see here, is stretched out. And that's because in our world, if I'm on this disk, on this circle, this part of the main, then I have a a space from zero to one meter to Mars, 10 to the nine meters away, to the end of the observable universe, 10 to the 26 meters away. So that's in one circle or one braid of the mane. And then, but that's only looking this way. If we look at it the other way, the way the main is put together one after the other, and we measure what's the distance between this red observable universe and the next one, and the next one, and the next one, that's a question of centimeters, very small. They're, they're stacked on each other, these circles. so to go from here to the second sky, I don't go all the way to the end of the universe and come back again to the second sky. In fact, I can't get there from here. But, I, but there is a way, of course, there is a going from here to there, which goes from this circle and then jumps and fluxes into the next circle. And so that's how you can have, a, have this, this described that each of the letters that are coming from the throat are linked to planets. So those, pl- those letters are not coming through Venus, but they're coming through the, the disc in which Venus is in. And so this is happening the way the throat. So the sounds that come here have gone through a process of creation throughout the mouth and so this is back to the winds sent forth so these are messengers and 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 sounds and angels and all of them are being dyed in and getting the color of different spheres and and which we are now thinking of as circles instead of spheres until they emerge from the mouth so the command is in the place of the imperative to be something divisible and in the place of the creation a single entity like the sound emerging from the chest to exit from the mouth. It's one entity. So that's the ah. So if the mouth makes no changes in this breath, it comes out with an ah sound. It has no phoneme quality. Uh, And then the exit positions, the dentals, the palates, the lips, all of them divide them into numerous letters, phonemes, exceeding 70. So Arabic has 28 phonemes, they say, or something like that. Ibn Arabi is saying there's 70 phonemes that that are created by the mouth. Um, And each is the entity of the single sound. And I have a feeling this is one of those many, many cases where he has an insight which no one else is is picking up on um, because we would say that the phonemes of Arabic are 28 or this or that or some number. And he's saying there's 70. So this, these ladders, of course, they look a lot like this, uh, this night sky here. So now he's going to describe the descending of this, of this on these ladders. So, so then if the command descends to the skies on his ladder, together with the angels of the station in which he alights, so this is the, the entourage that's gathering, and together with the power of the lights of the celestial bodies, so each of these disks, which have Mars or Venus or Saturn in them, are also there in, this, in the main. He does not separate himself from them. The angels of the Sidra, this, the Sidra tree, meet the command, and she receives from him some of the angels who descended with him. And these angels returned with whatever the angels of the Sidra tree provided them. So the angels of the the Christ's orange tree meet the command, and she receives from them some of the angels who descended with them. And these angels return with whatever the angels of the Sidra tree provided them. That is the ascending matter from the earth. So there are descending ladders, and these ladders also have ascenders. So there are descenders coming down, ascenders coming up, they're all meeting, they're all going through each of these circles like the mane of the horse's mane, and they are gathering together all of these, uh, these entities and all of these uh, qualities as they go, as they descend. So this is understood, uh, now this is one place where Ibn Arabi is, uh, he's gone so much farther than everyone else. There is though a tradition, I think later than him, of the Taha circle, which is the, it's, it's a way of describing by a diagram that you can ascend and descend and meet at the same place. So, in one way to look at this, the, Allah descends to the sky of the third of this of this world in the third part of the night, and we don't ascend to meet Him. We have to descend, so we have to humble and lower. So our descent, Allah descends, and we descend, and then we meet in the middle. So this is, this is how we, we're, we're knowing that this is a different dimensional existence. So for Ibn Arabi, the way he's describing things, we can describe, we can, in a sense, map out what he's describing with four spatial dimensions. And then we need two temporal dimensions. We need two times, so not a timeline. A timeline is, is, is one dimension. A time plane is two-dimensional, so we need two times, a a line and then a plane. So this plane is a two-dimensional time. So now we have to be thinking, well, what does two-dimensional time feel like? What does it feel like to enter into time where it's not just one after another after another, like one, two, three, four, five, but it's one and then up some, two down some perhaps, three up. So what is a, a second? or a piece of time, which has a height, which is high above us or below us. And so it's just, we, it's, it's something, but we have to, in order to describe, in order to uh, map out what he's describing, we need four uh, space dimensions and two times. So concerning everything, emerging visibly and everything in the earth, so that's everything, <laughs> it is upon the conclusion of three years of the command's descent from the sky during every quantum period. So in every second, so that's the every quantum period is our timeline. So you go from one, two, three, four, five, but everything we meet, so at number three or number four has actually had three years of a vertical time to prepare. So it's been preparing for three years and then it meets us in the third second and in the fourth second. So everything we meet every second has been prepared for three years in the vertical time. It is from here where most of the people of Kush speak of the unseen who appears because they are seeing her before her descent and they are reporting about her according to what is of her during the future years. So the people of Kush they have this unveiling where they see something that is being prepared. And so it's being prepared over three years and it will come into the now, and we'll see it right now. They can say, this is going to happen because they have seen that these three years of of process of development taking place. And so for them, they have the feeling of deja vu. They've already seen it. So they've seen what came through over three years, which happened in the next second, is going to happen in the next second. And this, of course, brings us to then Ibn Arabi's uh, explaining us many times that each day who is upon a radiant brilliance, kuleyoma huafishan. So we have that's one time. And, and Ibn Arabi says, if it's, it's unimaginable, you cannot know how short this period of time is. But he said, if you want to have a way of imagining it, take it as each breath. So a human measure of this tiny, tiny time is one that's like one breath. So a second or you know uh, this kind of breath. And the other time was the three years development. So in the middle, we have a graph that gives us the three years development. And it also gives us the smallest time period there is, the quantum time period. And if you think of three years, Ibn Arabi is telling us that the year is 360. And in fact, uh, Muhammad Haji Yusuf has, has explained that Ibn Arabi uses the two words in the Quran for year to explain that there is a year which is 360, and then there's a year which is longer than that. And this is because the days are getting slightly, slightly longer every day. And so there was the 360 years was. 35 million years ago, something like that. And then the 360 days goes to 365 after all these tiny, tiny increases of the day. So if you think of three years then as three cycles and three cycles then 360 degrees as three circles. So the first year is a circle one, second is circle two, third is circle three. And if you look at the kun, faya b and it is, the kun, First circle, kaf, second circle, wav, third circle, nun. So by three revolutions, you get B, and it is. Three revolutions of B, and then it comes into the now. And how short that period is, he just breezes over it because he says you cannot, you will never understand how short the shortest period is. And so that we could use the imagery of, candles. So if I'm going to light up 24 candles in one day, because Ibn Arabi says each shan, each radiating brilliance is one-on-one-on-one. So Allah looks at you and makes you be, then looks at the next person, makes that person be, and the next. So in any moment, there's only one being being lit up. So that's why you are the center of the universe. At that moment, there is no one else but you being looked at by the divine and created. So if I have 24 candles and I'm going to light them up in one day of 24 hours, then the rate of lighting up the candles will be each hour. So hour one, I light up one candle. Hour two, I light up the next candle. And by the 24 hours, by the day, all the candles are lit up. So if each particle in the solar system is being lit up one by one by one, the question then becomes, if that's happening in one day, how, what is the interval of a time? And the interval is the day divided by the number of particles that there are. And so the day is 86,000 seconds. The number of particles, pick a number 10 to the 47, 10 to the 55, who knows? and then divide those and you get a certain number of seconds, this time, quantum time period. And the Planck second is the one that is, is conceived now as being the smallest time period there is, 10 to the negative 43 seconds. And this is absolutely cannot be understood of tiny, tiniest, tiniest thing. So that's why Arbi says, just think about your breath. You know, let's, let's not try to go crazy on this one. <laughs> So this taha circle, uh, the, that the ascending and the descenders meet the ascenders and the descenders in the center. So in our usual world, we think that if someone is descending to to the center and we have to ascend to the center and then we can meet. But in this world, you can ascend or descend and meet the ones ascending or descending. So this is the this is the taha circle. Okay, I mean that.
4: Ya Rasulallah, Ya Habiballah, Ya Shafi Allah, Ya Nabi'allah. Allah. Sallallahu alaihi wa sallam, keep us in the Tariqat of Muhammad, embrace us in the mystic path of Ali, Yasin <speaking> <Hebrew> Ahmed Mustafa, Hatamu Nabiyeen, Hatamu Musaleen, sallallahu wa Sa-l-la- muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sallallahu wa muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam siira sharia Shaykh al-Tariqah Nur al-Haqiqah Arifu marifah Sallallahu Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam keep us in the tariqah of Muhammad, embrace us in the path of Ali.
0: Thank you. Yeah, so the so the seal of all of the ones sent. So the seal of the all the ones sent is all the ones sent are these circles, like the main, and the seal puts the seal on top of them, and includes them all, embraces them all. And so this isn't the seal, like, okay, that's the end, and all these guys are not, you know, there anymore. No, all of those circles are there, and this one seals them, and that is connects them all, embraces them all. And so, like the mane of the horse, each of the separate strands remains an important step, separate strand. And then the seal says, "But they are all in the mane; they're all going from the the back to the front of the, to the nose of the horse, or you know, whatever, however it goes." <laughs> so that's the imagery of the mane, and that's the imagery then of the seal. So this uh, things are coming down, things are going up, things are meeting in different places. And so uh, one of these very beautiful ones of, that you know, that, I've, that we've had the experience of, um, the spirits of prophets and people whose spirits were seized by death meet the demand, divine command. So there are spirits of prophets and then the spirits of people who are, who are seized by death and they are meeting this descending command. And there are things that are coming up as well. As do the angels who were created by the Himma. Of the arafine in the earth so this divine command is being met by spirits of prophets by the spirits of those who have uh, been seized by death and by the angels who were created by our zikr uh, in the earth that has r- rises up and that and creates these angels and then they are there meeting with this divine command so this soul who's just died is with spirits of prophets, is, is with the meets the divine command and meets these angels who were created by the himma, of us here on the earth. And this himma, especially the dhikr, the remembrance of la ilaha illallah, no God but God. So this dhikr, la ilaha illallah creates angels. And then it, they, those angels are there meeting this divine command with spirits of prophets and the ones, the souls who are being prayed for. And so this is where, the this is why we, we pray for souls. It's because when they are in this place, then these angels are there to assist, and they are meeting the divine command. And so, uh, and then this is also where the rivers are coming place. That's why we, of course, this is the bridge uh illustration i love so much but there's also the river this is where the nile and the euphrates and all the rivers they are start here and then they have a descent into this earth but they start as rivers in this over there and they all of them are taking three years to create the moment when you see them in the earth and i can read that part for you and over there is found the nile and the euphrates and the divine command cast to them whatever God placed there, the sacred trust which is necessary for the two to have. Then this blessed abundance descends in the two rivers to the earth. So they become two of the rivers of the earth. And I, I just have to throw this out. You know, I was once at a river, and that river had, that, had, a, had a command cast to it, and I heard that command, or I received that command by that river, and so this is because the river, the command doesn't originate in the river so much, it originates over there in that over there river, which then descends and is cast to the river that we are next to, and then we, the sacred trust of the river, is to convey what needs to be conveyed to the one who's listening. And this is also where incoming thoughts are coming. So incoming thoughts are coming to us every moment, and the calculation is that they're coming. Um, there's 70,000 coming in 86,400 seconds in a day, and so that if it, if they were all averaged, it would be. I think it's theta brain waves. The, the 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 frequency of the brain waves of theta. But it's also probably not average. So therefore, sometimes it comes to you quickly. Sometimes they come to you slowly. So these are the 70,000 angels who arrive and enter the house each day and never return ever. They are the angels God created from the drops of water from the river of life. Indeed, Gabriel, peace be upon him, immerses into the river of life each day, submerging and then coming out. And he shivers his wings just as the bird does. Dripping from him during that shivering are 70,000 drops, God creating from each drop an angel who becomes an incoming thought to each human being. They are the ones who enter the populous house each day. Messenger of God, وسلم, said in an authentic Hadith about the populated house, entering into the house each day are 70,000 angels, not returning ever. So consider how vast is the kingdom of God. And elsewhere, he'll say that each person is getting these 70,000 angels each day. And that would make you say even more consider the vastness of this, that each being, human being in this earth is getting those 70,000 I'll maybe just jump through here. This is Walden Pond, and Thoreau was actually a, a great botanist, I hear. And he said that the way he would find these rare flowers or plants, he would put it in his mind first, and then he would go out and find it. And uh, when I was here with my son, when he was about you know, four or five years old, he would always find uh, these the arrowheads, um, and he would find you know, tool, tool implication, implements made out of rock. And I would ask him how he always finds them so quickly, so easily. And he says, well, you see it first and then you find it. <laughs> so, and this is how this is how Thoreau said, you see it first and then you find it. So if you're looking for your keys, you actually you put an image of the keys in your mind and then everything you look at, you compare with the image you have in your mind. Is that is that what I'm finding? And that's in a way how you find things. And this is how you find things that you have an image inside you, and you're prepared for it, you're ready for it, and you're waiting for the one that will match it to come into existence. And so you're not saying, like tabula rasa, you're not saying, oh, what's going to happen to me? This is a tabula that you've actually etched into, have you have scratched into, and you're waiting to see which image is coming that's going to match it. And that's how things are, are seen and found. So the spirit basis is inundated with the object sought. So you've seeking it, and then you're inundated by that, which is the Himma, the inner determination at the moment of their gazing. Then they predict the property of happenstance events in the future. So they first see something and they wait for what is going to match it. And then when they see a match, they say, This is going to happen tomorrow. And it happens tomorrow. And so as for these Arifun, the people who can see this way. They recognize that God has a special face in every side of being, so they never look at anything in the place of causality. No, they look at it from the facet which they have from the true. Therefore, they look with a true eye, so they never err or step off the path. So this is the one that they see the true in everything. And as Ibn Arabi says, what might be on this side could be ugly, beautiful, lawful, or unlawful. But it does. But those who see these things, they they don't say, "Oh, that's ugly" or "That's unlawful." They say, "Oh, that's a face of the truth." And when they say that, everyone else starts saying, "What a horrible person you must be! You are, and we must censor you. We must blame you for having these horrible thoughts and ideas," and hence the mystic guide, <laughs> Baki, <laughs> or is that?
1: The mystic guide opens the way. Brilliant space surrounds the soul. The rose of light, <clears throat> its petals, divine names, blossoms in the grateful heart. The mystic guide pours the true wine. His tears of love flood the world. His blessed face, a golden crown, shining as the rising sun. In your painful mystery of love, love will find the cure for pain. Wandering through the desert of longing, crying aloud, Allah, Allah. Drunk with tight, censored by men, eyes aflame with desperate love. Your friends cry out like Moses on the mountain, Lord, reveal yourself to us. As are weeping with love's agony, as I dance on the mystic way, possessing nothing, not even myself, crying out poverty is my pride, my direction of air is your face my victory banner reads all is he paradise is not my concern hell is not my anxiety you are what they praise at the holy Kaaba. you are what they seek at temples and shrines I am free from every religion, crying aloud, ah, ah, Allah, (coughs) Allah. Strive to become the true human being, (coughs) one who knows love, one who knows pain. Be full, be humble, be utterly silent. Be the bowl of wine, pass from hand to hand. Be the bowl of wine, pass from hand to hand.
0: Thank you, Nora. And go ahead and have a glass of water. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, so the, this person will see the triangles everywhere. So all they see are triangles. Um, And they see triangles, big ones, small ones, little ones, and that's the ones who see the Aleph in every letter, and they see the one in every number. So someone say, I don't like the number 539. It's an ugly number, and even the Sharia says it's an unlawful number. And you'll say, well, I just see the one in that number. And so that changes everything. And that's why the two cannot really agree on that, because the one is looking at the one, and the other is looking at the 539, or whatever that number was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the key word here is hadid, and this is being placed in the ground. And Ibn Abi will talk about this, uh, when, these, um, when, these, when these great uh, great beings, are when they die and they rise uh, to, these, to these skies and, and on this journey, uh, there's a tremendous thing that happens. And so let me go ahead and read that. Um, Thereupon the arif, the divine command clothes them with vestments of beautiful courtesy. So we'll see that. And then the, the angels are watching this beautiful being coming in. And this beautiful being was placed in the ground and was the lowest of the low and so these, the key word here is this Khalid to be placed in the ground. And when the Prophet, when he was given something to eat and they didn't have the usual leather uh, platform to put it on, uh, he said, place it on the ground, meaning the earth. And he said, for I am only a slave. I eat as the slave eats. And then being placed in the lowest of the low, that we these great saints and great peers, they were brought to the lowest of the low compared to the angels who are so pure and mighty and light and all of that and so this uh, being placed in the earth and and to be light makes the angels amazed when they see they see this being coming to them and uh, and they are and they are stunned by what they see because this person was ate like a slave and was at the lowest of the low and yet in this place in this ascent this person is of the most beautiful arrayments and adornments, and the divine command clothes him with vestments of beautiful courtesy, and the divine presence is in his reception of the vestments, as is also light and splendor, all that which the divine command will use to ascend him along his ladder. The angels of the upper skies are in wonder amazed. God stuns his angels with him, and of course we often think about one person for this one and Baki will sing us.
5: La halla none can equal him profit by the fight, light of the world exalted by Allah, so the maze enjoy the may by sanctity. Side so turn out of Kadi and me could do the wise, access saw the sand, the throne and the pain, sang within his heart, so the maze and show the by its purity. Sai Sora la 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 La. 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 The gazelle of grace, the cooler wisdom, one essential faith. So the maze and shows them by his mastery. So it's so turn out to cut honey. He is sitting me. Me, his beloved, he I become a Jew, bewildered with great love. So the maze and jewel by ah, his mystery. So it's and abdukad, ilaha neem. Akla, la ilaha, 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 la, la, ilaha, Allah, Allah, Allah,
4: Allah, Allah
0: Thank you. Yeah and uh, for this one Ibn Arabi often will will cite the the story when the when Allah and the angels are looking at the people on Arafat during the pilgrimage and so they're looking at all these people who are in the poorest of clothing and their their hair is a mess they have no perfume on they are throwing stones at things like madmen and they're throwing the stones and they're and then and they're dusty and they look like death and so the uh, Allah will ask the angels and said, who are these? And the angel says, you know better, but they're your, your, your slaves, your creatures. And he says, what brought them here? He says, you told them to come and they came. And he says, do they see me the way you see me? And they said, no, they don't see you. And he said, and yet they still came. And so the whole story is Ibn Arabi showing us how the ones who are in this lowest of the low and the most dusty form that when these are raised up, the upper into the upper skies and the upper angelic realm, the angels are stunned and amazed at these at the beauty of these people. <laughs> okay, so lots of
6: lots of questions oh. and statements. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, uh, he has learned his slot and his celebration from the slides. Does this imply each individual has a salat tailored to them?
0: Yeah, th- so this is the salat that every everything in the universe is, is praying. And so the salat here is the, is the blessing. It's, the, it's a blessing that's given, and it's a blessing that is giving. Um, and so there is a, a salat for everything. So all of our bodily parts have their own salat. Every one of our molecules have their own salat. Every tree and every great blade of grass, all of these are have their salat, and that is their their method of praising and blessing.
6: Hmm. Okay, but does each individual? I think the question is more: Does each individual have a particular salat?
0: Yes. Yeah, so the, the the way the the salat uh, is there, they the salat has has different forms. Um, and that each of, the, each of the prophets sent by the Nur-Muhammad will have given a form of what for me as a human being, what I should do as my Salat. So each of the communities of the mother community will have their, their Salat. Um, and so with the seal of prophecy, we now learn that all of the Salats are valid and true. And we also know what the one, the bodily, the embodiment of the Nur Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi in the person of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi how he prayed. And so, um, and then he said, pray as you see me pray, do the Salat as you see me do the Salat. And then that's passed on uh, by people saying, when we saw him, this is how he prayed.
6: Regarding Salat, I see it as at a level it is the sun with the community And at another, I do believe it varies with our progression until we reach the constant point of the only reality.
0: Right. Yeah. So for Salat, there are different levels. So uh, there are those, the Quran tells us, there are those that are in their Salat forever. They're always in their Salat. And so whatever that is, that is where that is a Salat. Um, then there are the physical practices that we are taught, and, those, and that's another level. Um, the one of being ever in the salat, uh, Ibn Arabi tells us that's because they're ever in conversation with haq, with, the, with reality, with tr- the true. Because the salat is a conversation, it's a, it's a dialogue between two parties. And so we say one thing, and then Allah says, my slave has said this. And then they say, he says something back to us. So we go back and forth in this intimate conversation. So that is the Salat that everyone has, that every part of my body has that conversation with the true. And then there is those who are ever in their Salat. And so they are the ones who, as they're walking around and doing whatever they're doing, the Quran is saying they are in Salat at that moment. And so, and then there's for people like me, there's a practical, this is how you do this a lot. This is where you put your hands. This is where you put your, your knees and, and, and so on.
6: From the slide, please, can you explain, quote, whoever is blind, he is so from the origin of my incalculable time, end of quote. Yeah. This seems to suggest that if you do not have the eyes to see right from the beginning, you never will see, but remain blind to the truth. If this is the case, what is the point for those blind ones to even try?
0: Well, so this this connects to a few things in Ibn Arabi's uh, what he's told us before. One of the the blindness is those who are so close to the divine that they are they are confounded and they are perplexed and they and they can't see anything else. So these are the ones who are completely stunned by divine presence, and so their their blindness has been that way from the very beginning. The moment Allah showed that presence, they became blind and confounded. The other ones who are blind are the ones that Allah has kept for himself. So these are the ones that they, that he makes sure that their eyes are, are, are gau- has gauze over them, that their ears are sealed up, and he makes sure that they cannot receive information even from his beloved prophet. And so they don't receive any information from the outside because they are they are meant to be Alone with the divine, alone with the alone. And so they're the ones who, in the first verses of Surah Al Baqarah, they're the ones who also will experience great torment. So they experience great torment, not because they're bad, but because they cannot hear from the prophets that were sent what they should be doing. And so they are kept alone and are kept isolated for Allah alone. So these are, very, these are the ones who are the most beloved and the most special. Um, and so they are blinded to what's happening around them, so they only see Allah. And like that, the ilahi with the mystic guide, since they look at everything and they say, oh, there's Allah, there's Allah, there's Allah, even when they're looking at things which are ugly or unlawful in Sharia, people will say, what's wrong with these people? What's wrong with them? And so they're censored by men.
6: Hmm. Please, can you explain in the slides who are the, quote, angels in the earth never rising to die ever, end of quote. Are these common but evolved people? Are these angels, people who sincerely purify their heart and serve others?
0: No, so the, these will be just, these will be the angels. And so they are light beings and they're light beings which stay in the earth. And then they're light beings which stay in the skies. And then they're light beings which go back and forth. Um, so the ones that stay only here they they are the light beings uh you know made out of light so they're not like you or me so they are these are light being angels and the ones that that we create with our dhikr with the remembrance they then that creates light being angels uh which are in these skies and so when the soul of the departed rises they meet these angels which were created by those who are praying for them in this world
6: can you share more on Himma and spiritual, which you spoke of in the section about imagining first and then finding? Yeah, so um, it should have read Him and spiritual strength or
0: power. Yeah, so this, so the the finding first. So the Himma is what's internally determined or internal energy or enthusiasm. Uh, so inner energy, I, I haven't yet come across a final way i'm going to translate but there's it's an inner determination um it's an inner energy it's a enthusiasm so it's a god within you know enthusiasm from the greek so this that process um, creates things it creates angels and it creates things that happen so it it influences it goes up it rises up to the three-year process of things coming down so my himma inside can rise up and meet the things that are coming down over that three-year cyclic period. And therefore, and then when they come down, I will recognize that my himma, my inner determination is with them. And so I will, and I can see that it matches what I was creating inside. So that's how, that's how you you can create something inside. You create the image and then it rises and meets what's coming down and then comes out in this way. And so this is the, this is why thoughts and images are very, very important and mm-hmm. potentially dangerous because they're so very powerful. And this is one reason why this last community, that is the, the, the last mother, mother community of Muhammad is told not to put images out there, is to put them in here. Because when they're in here, they can rise up and then they can be, they can be modulated as they come down. And so that's a very powerful way of seeing how the world is being created moment by moment.
6: You said that everyone has a letter of the alphabet. What's the importance and the meaning of having a letter? And why can we only know our letter when we
0: die? Are letters corresponding to a type of souls? So the the Aleph, the A is in every word, and then those words make up sentences, and those sentences are like a skeleton which has meaning when they move, when they are given vowels. And so when they are given vowels and they move, they create meaning. So the body is a a form just like a letter form. The breath gives it its vowel to make it move, because in Arabic the vowel and harakat movement are the same word. So the 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 breath makes it move, and then what I do with the skeleton and the breath is meaning, creates the meaning. So that's this this is the the, the metaphor that Ibn Arabi takes us through grammar to what happens with us. So we want to have. Our shape be a good shape, which is a letter shape. We want our breath to be recognized as the divine breath so that it moves these words, these these letters, in a beautiful way. And then then the first word, and then the next moment, there's another word and another word that creates a sentence. And then the sentence is creating the bridge, which is the book of my life. And so the, the book of my life is is the meaning of it. And the meaning is seen when I see the bridge or if I die before I die. So I have to be able to go from letter, vowel, word, sentence, book to meaning.
6: Salam. thank you for the
0: wonderful session.
6: Does it mean we see with our eyes and hearts what we imagine or want to see? What is the relationship between imagination and seeing?
0: Yeah. So this is, you know, as when my son was a little kid and, and we were doing that, I was thinking about this a lot because, uh, and I began to realize I only see what has already been put here behind me to see. Um, and uh, I've talked to Richard Galt about this a few times, the, that what you see, you see only what you have uh, uh, after image of. So if I don't, if I don't see, if I don't have in my mind what um what a thumb drive looks like or what a thumb drive is i won't ever find one so to find something you have to have it here first and the same way in our dreams uh, we see things and we have these experiences but if we're going to say we, sometimes we can't say what exactly we saw was it a car was it a cart was it a was it a this was it a horse was it a something else we can't always tell what we've seen because we don't have that image here in this world. And so part of spiritual growth is to, is to increase the vocabulary of things that you can see, smell, and hear. And you increase that, so then you see more things. So if I first go out there, if I and like a botanist like Thoreau, if I'm a botanist like Thoreau, I go out and every plant is alive and i see every plant and i say that's this plant and that's that plant but someone like me right now if i go out there i'll say oh there's a tree (laughs) i don't know what kind of tree it is i and so that so to be able to see to, to say this is this kind of tree this kind of tree this kind of tree requires me to already have the image inside of me so what we're trying to do in the spiritual path is to put the images inside ourselves so that we can then see them outside. And remember, we are in paradise. we just don't see it. So we need to be able to put the image of paradise inside of us and then match it to what we're actually experiences. And we say, oh, now we're in paradise. And it's just like if someone dangles, uh, you know, in five years, there'll be some kind of key that will be not like a key that we've seen before. So if someone dangles that key from five years in the future before me, I'll just say, oh, there, I see your hand and there's something else. But if five years from now, I learned that, oh, this is a very special kind of uh, SD drive or something like that, then I'll, I will be able to identify. It. So what we're doing in the spiritual path is to, is to be able to work with what's inside of us so that we'd be able to match what we're seeing.
6: And a related question, are we really the ones imagining or are we receiving the inspiration and then seeing?
0: So that's when Imrabi talks about seeing with the true eye or, seeing or and speaking with the true tongue. So that when we speak, when we see with God's eyes, we see differently than we see from our own eyes. And so being able to see with God's eyes is then to begin to in, enlarge the vocabulary of, what we, of, of the world that we see. And, the, and the, then we, as we're enlarging it, we're realizing that enlarging it means what Ibn Arabi talks about as knowledge. And that's the one thing you want to increase, more knowledge, more knowledge, more knowledge, means you want to enlarge your vocabulary of what you can see, smell, hear, and sense. And as I increase that, as I hear more, and I see more, and I smell more, then I'm able to be able to see that the single entity that comes at me. I will know more and more and more and more about it. And then I also know my incapacity to know anything more that, that of course, I will never be able to know all of it, but I can then know more and more and more of it. Salam, Eric. Thank you very much for everything
6: you're sharing. Would it be possible for you to let us know which chapter of the Futuhat you'll be discussing at the beginning of the session, so that we can review the Arabic text right after the session? Which would be a great help. Thank you.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'll. I'll. Be, I'll, I'll. do that one. Um, this one was okay. I'll. I'll write it. I'll write to Aisha about that. Um, yeah. So far, I'm. I'm kind of going through the the 114 Surah and and maybe moving a little bit, not just each one, one by one, but uh, we'll we'll keep going there. And then Ibn Arabi, of course, has has these 114 chapters. And so that's the ones we're working through.
6: Thanks for the paradise you and Ibn Arabi make us see. Um, Can we understand this in retrospect in hindsight? So I make sense of the past and realize what I saw three years ago, although I didn't recognize it then.
0: Yeah, so this is, this is the the beauty, and this is back to my vinyl record analogy or or imagery. So the each sound that comes from this record player, each sound that's each note is has actually had three years to descend and to develop, and then it becomes that note. And the next note has three years to descend vertically to get to make that next note. And so there's no way that I can experience all of that at once. And so I, can, or I can't explain it all at once. and say, oh, that's a nice song. Um, but there's also uh, going into detail. And so there's, there is the jamah, which is the collection, the whole. So I can hear the entire song, and I can love the entire song. And then there is the fasal, which is to separate. And the tafsil or fasal separates things. And when I separate things, I go back to them and see them again. And as I go back, I begin to see where they came from and where they, where they were brought from. And I begin to see this vertical three-year dimension as well. So the, uh, the way that I understand this, this plane of time is that not only am I moving this way, but there's a vertical dimension as well. And so that's how I can go back to something and then see its vert- verticality. And with the vertical, then I can then relive it but relive it from a different perspective of a higher plane or from the overseeing self. And so this is going over the past and then finding out more what's in there because as Ibn Arabi tells us every single moment, there is the single entity is being manifest and there in all of it's there at every moment. But of course, I'm only picking up the tiniest tiniest fraction of, of that. So that's why, it's a, that's why I go back to things to find out what I might have missed and then pick up more things that way. And that's also the way we did with last week. The circle of the beads in the tasbih, in the rosary, are coming to us. And the reason that they're coming to us this way is that each one of them allows us as the way we're built the way we're built we can't take everything at once and to separate things I'll never get to the end of that either so therefore I have to have it once have it again and again and again and each of those is technically different but they're all creating me the, this wave of knowledge that's coming at me and so it's the the wave of knowledge can't be divided and just the way the wave in, in the physical world cannot be stopped or cannot be cut up. But you can go back to the wave each time and then go back to the wave and then find its vertical dimension as well. And that's how learning from things. And so that's also what we then are doing. As we're doing this, we're creating in us images and and. and Like the film of a camera we're creating these images which then in the future we might find are matched and when they're matched in the future we have the feeling of deja vu i've seen this already because you have seen it inside and then it comes out from the outside in
6: did i understand correctly your explanation of the verse they are blind deaf speechless did you say there are three types? One, the ignorant people who don't hear or see wise words at all. Two, the righteous ones who only hear or see the prophets and friends. And three, God's brides with blinders who only hear or see God.
0: Yeah. So, in a sense, yeah. So they, the the those are those are all three levels of this verse. And uh, so part of that that they're not seeing what is in front of them. So they're not they're not interpreting reality so they don't see what's in front of them they don't hear what's being told them the counsel that they've been given and so they're not hearing the prophets and they're not hearing the wise wise ways of living a life um and so that one that does bring great pain and that that green that does bring torment and then there yeah then there are ones who hear the counsel that's coming to them which is true and then there are the ones who hear at every counsel that's coming them to is true. And Ibn Arabi says that that those are those who those are the ones who hear every word as coming from Allah. And so every word that's coming from God is Quran. And that's what they hear each time. And so that's how every one of us, we're not speaking from ourselves, we're speaking from God, based on God. And that's Ibn Arabi's very he takes us all the way to the to the to the end and says, Look. The speaker is only one speaker in this world. You are a listener and there is a speaker. The speaker is divine and you are the listener.
6: Following on your reply about angels of earth being light beings, where are these beings? And what is their role exactly in our lives? Mm
0: Yeah, so this, this is one that you, know, I, I, you have to gather from Ibn Arabi f- throughout the Futu hut. And so uh, I'll keep my eye open for that and see if we can, we can say more about that. Uh, these, these are the people, some people see them. Uh, it seems that animals see them very easily. And so often we can find out where these angels are and what they're doing based on watching uh, animal life. And then probably even plant life and maybe mineral life. But you will see, uh, you'll see why this tree is growing a certain way. There could be an angelic explanation why this person is acting a certain way, and you'll and you'll know that the animals around you are acting a certain way. And that's why we have uh, throughout history, you know, all societies, all cultures have uh, this auguring. You 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 divine what's going to happen based on how animals are acting and reacting. And so that's one way that that we see what we can't see is by watching those who see. And I've I've suggested that Ibn Arabi is saying that animals have four dimensions of perception, while we have three, and then the jinn have two.
6: Are dreams grace of imagery in our formation?
0: Yes, yeah, so that's why dreams are so wonderful and, and welcomed and it's such a grace because what dreams do is they give you, give you a, uh, a tajalli in a form which you can understand. They give you a radiant brilliance in a form which can be understood. And in, another, in other words, if I say, if I say I'm going to show you something and you know, do you see the full value of that and everything, well, you don't see meaning. Uh, in this world but you do see meaning in dreams so when you have a dream you see the object and the meaning at the same time and so that's why dreams are so important and you want to be able to enter into dream state so that's being able the grace of being able to see meaning everywhere you look and so the more i practice dreaming then the, the more with grace then i will be able to have meaning visible to me and see meaning and uh and that's and so then you're you're putting into the dream that will give you an image which you will then take out and either you will look backwards and say oh this is the image that came 10 years ago and i didn't know it then but it means this or it will be something that will in 10 years in the future and then when you get there you'll say oh i've seen that dream and it means this So we're either going back and finding meaning where we didn't find meaning the first time, or we're finding meaning immediately when we see it for the second time.
6: You cannot remember exactly what you said about déjà vu, but I was wondering if déjà vu is also a previous dream which manifested into reality, but which we did not make sense of at the time of the dream, and Baki adds, and babies.
0: Okay, I'll, I think I can figure out where that, yeah, babies see this all the time, and so, so animals and babies, and so this is why babies are, when they first come out, the grace that's given to them is that they get 23 and a half hours of sleep, which is they go back to where they came from for 23 and a half hours, and then as Baki will say, they grow up, and they quit sleeping so much, <laughs> and it's tough, but that's the blessing, is that instead of throwing them into this world, uh, they get to stay many hours of the day in the other world, and so that is that is absolutely that's the beauty of the grace, and so déjà vu is like a dream. So you have a dream, and then later you see it come out. And what Ibn Arabi says, well, one of the prophets, he he, he doesn't, he's very gently saying that this prophet, in a way, made a mistake by saying what happened. Uh, uh, it happened just like my dream had said it would happen and everybody says no the dream is first and then it goes into that world and then it comes back into this world so you dream and then that dream rises up and it meets the divine command and then it comes back out and manifests in this world so it's three it's a three process which is also back to the three years it's a cycle of three that is created here in the dream world in my dream world, and then it rises up. It meets the divine command coming down and then manifests in this world. So it's a triangular three uh, cycle.
6: So lots of appreciation and thank yous. and Thank you.
0: Okay, good.
6: Wonderful questions, wonderful answers. Thank, thank
0: you. A
1: quick question.
0: Yes, yes. Khadija Yeah. Oh, salam
1: Alaikum, Salaam Alaikum. Yeah, just three little things. Thank you before I start, thank you so much. Um, you said, don't put the images there, put them here. You mean, don't talk about the images? Oh, keep but, them well, in your heart, is that what you meant?
0: Well, well, there, there is something about having them inside uh, be, where they are protected. Um, because the, it, is, it is true that, that we don't, so first of all, we don't want to make, um, it's very powerful, what's, what's inside is very, very powerful. And if we manifest it, or if I draw a picture of what I saw and someone else sees it, oh, that's just that, in you know, the same way that you don't announce who, the, who your beloved is. Because if you say, my beloved is this one, there'll always be someone who says, oh, that's just a regular human being. And Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, I'm a human being like other human beings. So you can't even say to some people that your beloved is Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam because they'll say, oh, he was just this, just that, and that will pain you. So you keep that one inside. And so the truth of many things are kept inside. Um, and then that's also then why it is such a, a grace to have people who are, who are with you and you can show your image to them and they will receive that image the way you receive it. And that's, that's a great, great beauty.
1: Okay. You also said increase the vocabulary of things you see, smell and hear. How? Is there a, like, <laughs> how? Who's- yeah,
0: so this, this is, I mean, this, this is, uh, Ibn Arabi kind of alludes to this every now and then, uh, the Sufi practice where, you, where you'll go out and you will find every single thing that you should be thankful for. And so everything that you should be thankful for. So it won't be just be, oh, someone was nice to me or gave me a gift. It will be, I'm thankful that the wind just blew that branch because that branch then pollinated something else. And so you'll just go step by step and you'll find one after the other, something to be thankful for. And so that, that is a way of training yourself, training ourselves to, to increase the amount of thankfulness by increasing the, the amount of things we see that are actually coming from God for us and for a good reason. And so that's, 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 okay. a, that's a way of looking. Yeah, third.
1: Thank you. One more. she had a third?
0: Just last one.
1: Yeah, enter the dream state so you can have meaning visible to you. How do we enter the dream state?
0: Well, so so in a in a in a dream that just when the dreams just happen, and that's why they're by grace; they can't be done. Um, and the and so even people have weak waking dreams. Um, there's still this great humility and grace because they didn't. There's nothing they did to get there. So so, but it is a grace to have a dream while you're walking. And in a sense, you can then say this is when the Quran speaks of those who are ever in their salat. They're ever in their solat. They're always in this mode or this, this, this way of being. And so to be, that's in a way of, they're in constant communication. And this is why the second person du'a is so important. Like, Subhanaka, glory be to you. Allahumma wabihamdika, and praise belongs to you. Uh, La ilaha illa anta, there is no God but you. And so all of this second person is, it, primes us and prepares us to be in, in constant conversation um and so and so that so to be in this in this constant uh, conversation is to be ever ever in the prayer and so you can but by faith you can also see things that have meaning so meaning is that you either see it with the, with a special eye or you have faith in it and that's another eye so the iman the faith so if i train myself to take my faith that says that a, a kind word is a charity and then i go throughout my day looking for every kind word and every time i see a kind word i say oh that's a charity this will be rewarded and and blessed on the, in, in this person's life and if i do that often enough at some point i become a habitual faith person then i begin to see and then sometimes I will maybe I will only have that but it will be something that's instant I see this and I know its meaning or or I may actually then begin to see it and Ibn Arabi talks about how different people have that they some people see something as an image and some people see it as a knowledge so but the training is is the beautiful training of take all the reports from, uh, f- from the Nur Muhammad, salam, take all of the reports about how that world works and then see that in everyday life, every moment. Thank you. So now we have a few more
1: questions.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: two more minutes, inshallah. Okay, good.
6: What you said about dream traveling to God before manifesting—does that mean that we can change a bad dream before it manifests into reality? If so, what needs to be done? A special yeah. prayer to God?
0: Yeah. So Ibn Arabi saying that the dream that you create here, it goes up and ascends, and it ascends as if it were on the what's the bird's claw, bird's feet bird's claws or the bird is holding that dream in their feet and as they're flying and ascending with that they're they're flying and ascending up with it now if the if you go to the left and you spit to the left or you move to the left or you say may that not be don't let that be then the the bird drops it and so it doesn't ascend any farther So what you want to do is when a a bad dream is coming or a dream that's coming, you say, I don't want that to happen. Or that's a warning of that. If I do this, this will happen to me. Then I'll say, I "I don't want that to happen. And that I don't want that to happen. uh, You know, Allah save me. Then the bird drops the dream right there. (laughs) And, the, are of course, in Arabic, the bird and the omen are the same word. An omen and a bird is ta'ir. And, and so, so these are how you augur with birds.
6: <laughs> are images protected when in poetry?
0: Yeah, so that's why Ibn Arabi will never talk about, uh, as a man, he'll never talk about a woman in prose in in. When he's talking about love, but he'll talk about her in poem, and that's in a sense because in the Arab culture, your protect your what you say in poetry is protected. So that's a cultural question. So we have to find out what is protected and how what is protected speech, as they say.
6: Um, would that waking dream be what we understand as a vision?
0: Yes. Yeah, so as you're as you're walking and uh, awake, and you're walking along. And suddenly you see something without not seeing what else there is, but you see something else and you see this clearly, uh, then that's a vision, that's a, that's a waking dream. And so you're dreaming while you're awake. So as this is coming, at, as I see the trees doing this and changing color and something else is happening, that's in a sense in the foreground and the, the world out there hasn't changed at all. It's still there. Then I know that this was uh, a dream that I had while my eyes were open.
6: Okay. Mustafa has put a link in the chat box. I'm not sure what the link is for. Mustafa, can you tell us? Uh, it's just uh, a pick for this. We're selling the books now, the volume one and two, which are available, is just a promotion. Excellent. So, so. Oh, wonderful. Good. Thank Volumes you. Volumes one
0: and two yeah and one and one, one is, is, is there is the new edition yeah
6: um one last question at least so far mm-hmm. sometimes the earning of a bad dream is very powerful um is very powerful and positive this is why we give our dreams to the shake sheikh or shaker to be interpreted
0: yeah so um, these, are, these are very powerful communications and uh, and so they and they can't just be shared with anyone because they're very, very powerful, and uh, and you and you want to protect them. So that's if you have a teacher and you have this and a community that can can hold these things, uh, then that's a that's a tremendous grace. Yes.
6: And there's uh, Enos saying we didn't get the link. Oh, no link. Just visit peerpress.com. Yeah, right.
0: Then, then you'll see the.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Good. Um, good all right well thank you wonderful good well thank you. It, it, it did it took it it took an hour and some it didn't take three years but there you go
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay you. good to see everyone it's it's fun. Fun.